Welcome, everybody, to your favorite day of the week. I am Anthony Irwin, as always, joined here by Aaron Larsoul. Aaron, I promised everybody who was listening to us at 1230 this morning, um, I tweeted at you, mm-hmm. today's pod title is going to be our next year's Lakers, the next Game of Thrones show. Correct. That is going to be the, t- the pod title. And you are a man of your word. But there is there is more that we have to talk about as uh, we are starting to get some scuttlebutt as it pertains to LeBron James's uh, contract extensions. Generally speaking, though, I am still of the opinion that if he was handed an extension right now, LeBron would say, "What the fuck?" We're going to the uh, we're going to the soundboard early in today's episode. I was just really excited to use that one. It's so good. It's it's so you could use it for like all of the last two off seasons, um, but, but but yeah, no, I, the reason no, no you know why you can't use it for the last two off seasons uh. because that is reactionary from LeBron. Let's not act like LeBron didn't have any idea what was going on before it happened. No, that like LeBron LeBron was like really excited to play with Russell Westbrook. Saw he averaged two triple doubles. Didn't really pay that much attention to the games that he wasn't playing against Russell Westbrook, and then. In the very first practice, it was... What the fuck? <laughs> All right, that's funny. I got to give you that one. That's a, that's a, that is funny. Um, all right, no, so we'll, we'll do... We'll, we'll kind of mess around here at the beginning before we start getting into the serious LeBron time. Shockingly. Yeah. So I, I tweeted out last night, basically, that I can't believe I'm saying this. I cannot believe I'm especially saying it publicly... But after seeing, uh, after having seen the first couple trailers for the upcoming Game of Thrones show, something about it's a, House it's a of prequel, Dragons. right? Yeah, it's like the House uh-huh. of Dragons. It's about uh, the family that were like dragon riders and and the dynasty that they had yeah. before that. Yeah. So thank you. Thank I was I was blanking on their name, the Targaryens, um, and it's all about that portion of uh, George R. R. Martin's, uh, you know weird world fan- fantastical world and and i'm you know, look i'm not gonna lie i don't think this is i think this the opposite or the, the the contrarian take to what i'm about to say would be the hot one i i loved game of thrones it's one of my favorite shows of all time at its mm-hmm. peak it's some of the best it, tv that has ever it, existed i think it may have been the best at its yeah. peak at its peak, it was just this. Wait, where's Raj? Who's the NBA comp to Game of Thrones? <laughs> <laughs> the Tracy McGrady yeah. or something. <laughs> so at so, his peak, right? Yeah, at his at his at at the show's peak, it was the best thing that I think we have ever seen on television, and and yet the last season was just brutal. It was horrific. It was every like it was it was scatterbrained. It was thrown all over the place. You had people crossing. It was, ter- it was terrible. Vast swaths of country in order to be in two places within two episodes of each other. Uh, you had and it's drag- maybe the most disappointing ending to anything that has ever happened. And it wasn't even just the finale, right? Like people hate the Seinfeld finale. Like people look at that and they say, "What? That's really how you're going to end the show? These guys are just in a jail cell together." Like that's it, and and it's just uh, is the, that how Seinfeld end? I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They were it's in been a, a long jail time. Cell? Yeah, like they they yeah they they essentially and look, I've never seen Seinfeld, so I have no idea. All but. of them are terrible human beings, so they probably okay. all should have been in jail like a long time before that. But okay. but um, but anyway, so like 
Seinfeld ends and people are angry at the way that it ends on that specific episode. Sopranos mm -hmm. is also kind of like this, right? Where people are angry at the fact didn't that we answer, didn't answer the questions. Yeah. yeah, we didn't actually watch Tony Soprano get shot in the back of the head and land in a in a plate of spaghetti and meatballs. Or maybe he didn't. I think he did. I, I think I, he did. Too. I think he did too. But maybe he did. Yeah, I think David David Simon is the guy who did that, right? Is that? Uh, right? uh, isn't uh, no, I think he's, he's the, the wire. wire. Yeah, he's the wire. I don't know who does. You're the creator um, of. Sopranos, but the creator of Sopranos yeah. also like he has basically said that, that Soprano dies right there. Um, and so spoiler alert, everybody. I, I <laughs> <laughs> a show from 27 years ago. <laughs> uh, so anyway, like the reason I say all of this is because like did, uh, David Chase, by the way. Thank you. It, I knew it was a David. So uh, the. The Lakers, though, they remind me of the last season of of Thrones because, like, there were hints that Thrones was kind of falling off. There was, you know, they they kept trimming down the episode numbers. They they were relying more on CGI than on than on the actual acting. They started because just, they didn't have the they were the budget was getting out of hand. Yeah, they they started like just killing off every fantastical element of the show, which to me was really cool. Like they they introduced. Bran having all of these really cool like third eye powers and 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 the raven and all of these things and they're like nope never mind we're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna kill we're just gonna kill dragons who previously in that in that world were basically indestructible right but you have somebody like javelining one and then you have somebody with a with a you know with a a bolt from a ship just perfect shot on this other one um and so, like, they were just they were just left and right killing all. Didn't the everybody best parts hate? Of the show. Uh, didn't it wasn't everybody all all bent out of shape because uh, who who's who's the main guy at the end? Uh, well, it's Peter Dinklage, right? And then no, 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 no. The, oh, uh, Brand? the Brand? No, the uh, the the son, the 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 bastard son, John Snow. John wasn't Snow. Everybody, everybody was all upset that uh, he didn't. And he starts like, doing incest. But he didn't. He didn't get to like his dog right he didn't get like a goodbye with his dog yeah. because they just they didn't have the budget for it right it but was just hbo was like no let's do a bunch of episodes keep it going you got more seasons yeah and then them two dudes who went to go do, who went to go ruin star wars and then quit on star wars were like nah we got to get out of here so. yeah well they've disappeared no, like they don't they don't even do it like they people saw how the end of thrones was and they were like no you were but not allowed they, but they left Thrones early to go do Star Wars and then walked away from Star Wars. They're like, Star Wars fans don't seem like that much fun. We're good. Yeah. Well, Thrones fans aren't funny, aren't very fun either. They shouldn't be anymore. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, these trailers, uh, I guess at this point it's long story long, but these trailers come out and I'm back in. I can't believe I'm back in. I can't believe I'm excited for the show, but I am. So so you were you were saying that this is what's the, what's the dude's name George R. R. Martin or what is that the uh -huh. dude's name? So one theory is that well those those two writers they just ruined everything. But one yeah. theory was when they ran out of source material from the they books really they got, got in it. trouble. Yeah. So does he have is there source material? Has he written these prequels from I don't know how 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 long in the past it is before the before Game of Thrones started? I don't know if it's ten years or a hundred years yeah. or five hundred years or a thousand years, but. I believe there is some source material that he that that can okay. be worked with. Uh, okay. A lot well, of this stuff good, has been. Sign. 
Yeah, like it, like a lot of this stuff has been like it's kind of wild. Like the world that that Martin created was insane and it was crazy deep. And there was like you know they get he gets into the complexities of of government in this world and and the economy okay. of this world and all these things. And one of the things that he did was like he wrote he he back wrote the history of the world as he was writing like the main story so that people could fill in the gaps for themselves as they learn more about these characters. So there is like. Okay. There is there is That's some source material. I the 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 literature that could be considered the source material here isn't as popular as like the main series of Game of so Thrones. So he actually wrote these books. There's there's books that that Yeah, are like... they're 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 more like encyclopedias. It's kind uh, of like Okay. It kind of reminds me of like reference um, guides. Yeah, kind of sort of okay. like it, All right. It reminds me of uh, what they try to do in the Harry Potter universe where like there are these books that like not the core seven books, but the these books on the periphery. Seven Harry Potter books? Yeah. How I'm what we're not gonna do here is is besmirch the name of Harry Potter. No, we I can don't besmirch know. Never... JK Rowling and in, in all of her stances since writing Harry Potter, but what I'm not gonna do is insult. No, I don't I don't know. I've never I don't I've never seen none of the movies or read none of the books. I don't, I don't that's white people stuff. I don't I don't much like Seinfeld. I don't know. I, I'm not saying they're not good. They might be good. I don't know. I just don't know. I have the oh, whole you have a yeah fully illustrated edition right here. Wow. This is I am that I am that nerd. I cannot okay. wait to read to Harry, uh, to Avery uh, the, all of these Harry Potter books. Like how 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 long of a, a process would that be? Long. Long time. Yeah. It was like it's reading a chapter, years. maybe several like a, cha years. a chapter a night for well, good several, well, several years. Yeah, I mean, like with Are Harry Potter. No, no, not really. No, I, not they, really. It should have okay. been. It should have been a TV show. Like they, the movies. Because if the movies are good, you could knock this out over like a week or ten yeah. days. But no, okay. Like the the movies are fine for like kids, but they Are they haven't aged. Uh, eight, eight movies, at this point. Yeah. Wow. Because they they split up the seventh book into two movies, basically. Okay. I mean, to be fair, I'm a Star Wars nerd, so I get like nerddom. But yeah, but but and that's but why, like that, that's white people stuff. That that Harry Potter is white people stuff, which is why I didn't watch Game of Thrones for like three or four years until I got absolutely obsessed with it. That's white people stuff. I, I mean, we got to be honest though. Like Star Wars, quite the history of racism in that. Like in, in that in that in that fan base. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the way people get angry if anybody has any color tone in their skin. Yeah. Finn <laughs> can't be a stormtrooper. He's black. Why can't there be black people? What? There's a fucking Wookiee walking around. There are no black people. <laughs> Why can't there? What? This person is conversing with some animal that just goes. <laughs> I can believe that. I can understand that they can have a friendship that goes back 40 years. But what I will not believe is that a single black person existed in this universe. <laughs> when uh, when uh, the, the woman that the actress that played Reva uh, in the Kenobi series was facing yeah. the racism of. I, I like I don't here's I sent a tweet something like I don't understand why like why the way people are so like <laughs> incensed with the fact that there could be a black person in Star it's like it says a galaxy far far away you don't have to interact with them it's, it'll be okay <laughs> the galaxy far far away it is okay they're over there don't worry about it don't worry about it Karen it's it's okay 
They will not. Reva will not be in line at Starbucks with you when you're yelling about your macchiato. It'll be okay. I just picture some Karen just like, oh, thank God. All right. In that case, we're good. We're okay. Reva, you can do your thing. But all right. So anyway, like, so the, 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 the okay, so name how of is the sh- former Game of Thrones yeah. series, or not the former, the prequel Game of Thrones series. How is it like the Lakers? I want this. I want to hear. Well, it's more just that. You know, this last season was about as successful as the last season of Game of Thrones, I would say. Okay. And and yet, just like with the yeah, Lakers, season, like if, season, so how many was it? Season eight was the last season. Yes, of Game I of think Thrones. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. what? Two seasons before that, season six was season six. I don't remember season. I think it's like four and five are the best. I w- I wanted there to be like a huge success, like the Lakers winning a title <laughs> two seasons prior. With, with season <laughs> Dude, season six did. was really good. Right? It was yeah, called season six really good. There were elements of there were elements of the show that were really good, right? Like the the Night's Watch episode, and then there was the the Battle of the Bastards that was really good. That was that was only like a season or two prior. Like that no, was that was I think Battle of the Bastards actually I just saw on uh, i think there was a season like finale was, or... i think it was i think it was i think battle of the bastards was season six episode eight i believe yeah so there's your I championship just saw something randomly on that some it's even more perfect I than i thought some the... person that i follow on ig <laughs> yeah happened to be she happened to be watching um that last night and yeah said, like season six episode eight best episode ever of game of thrones so and it was Perhaps. incredible. So, so like you know, so we know that just like just like the Lakers, Game of Thrones reached the heights of heights, right? And last season was just so destructive that you know there are a lot of people who are sitting there saying, "Man, I don't know if I could do that again." The the, the thought of running it back and seeing Russell Westbrook out there again, just, just oof, I don't, I don't know if I could do that again. But then, like every so often, there's a whisper that comes across my timeline, or I get a text from somebody saying, "Like, oh." Ooh, so stuff might be moving and i and i go like oh i'm back in baby and it's just like it's just <laughs> it's just like it is with with this, with game of thrones you want, you want to believe <laughs> yeah it's just like game of thrones. evidence to the contrary yeah. you want i see believe. i see these dragons flying around i hear the english accents well, I, hear, I see some of the yeah. actors that i like and i'm like I'm back in, baby. You got this me. Like, this is Harrison. This is Harrison. Son of a bitch, take my money. <laughs> Harrison after the Russ trade coming into the yeah. season, right? Like, yeah, I believe because like there are if you squint, there yeah. are ways in which, right? Like we just said, there is some source material. Yeah, like, this could be kind of nice. <laughs> this could be good. I see dry dragons flying around. Well, there is LeBron. Yeah. Anthony Davis catching a lob from LeBron. It's essentially the same thing as two like dragons throwing a dead body from person like need, from dragon I to need, dragon. Uh, I need I need uh I need Petty. <laughs> Darren, I need I need Petty yeah. like in some sort of trailer with like <laughs> to the Game of Thrones theme where there's dragons <laughs> flying around. Oh my god, I can't believe it. I need this. I Petty, you are listening. I, I need this. Yeah, we, Petty. If you, we need a Game of Thrones Lakers mashup, something, make it make it happen. So yeah, that, you and uh, Harrison, you and Adele. So, that Harrison, so that Harrison and Anthony can believe. <laughs> so yeah, I was, but that was literally me last night. I'm sitting there and I watch this trailer, and I actually put it like with trailers that I'm really interested in. I'll put it on my TV. Otherwise, I'll just kind of watch on my phone. But that you mm-hmm. can you can play the TV, go to YouTube, put it on the big screen yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And I watched the trailer on the big screen. 
they're actually remastering all of the old Thrones episodes to put them all in 4K. So I'm probably going to go back and rewatch these and, and see see how they look on the old 86 inch. Or so, oh, just uh, throw that in casually. The 86 inch, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the primary TV. In that's your the living whole room. reason you have an 86 inch TV. That, of course, like, that's that is the primary TV. There yeah. are. There are it does it does have a little brother TV that sometimes yeah, makes its way in the living room also. Actually, I have to I this weekend I think I have to mount both of them. So fun weekend. Wait, what are, are they on the floor? What do you? Well, the, no, like the one. Well, because the other one. Where is the eighty sixer? The eighty sixer is on uh, an entertainment stand. It's on an entertainment okay. center. Yeah, got to put that on the wall. Um, uh, so I got to put that up on a wall. And little brother. And then little brother, which is, is a which is a how big of a television screen? Oof, I think that one's seventy. Mm, times are tough. <laughs> times are tough. <laughs> you spent yes. this whole you spent five minutes before we started recording trying to convince me to be my assistant. I'm like, what? <laughs> you seem to be doing just fine. Again. My, that's my my whole foyer is the whole is the eighty six inch. My I sleep on a little brother number seven. Yeah, entire foyer of yeah. the palatial estate, <laughs> the Irwin estate. Yeah. Hey, we have to actually talk about basketball. I'm nervous. I'm I I was made nervous yesterday. It was like ninety seven degrees, and all of a sudden, one cloud pops up. We get rain. Two clouds pop up. We got hail. Yeah, ninety seven degree weather out that here. So unpleasant. The the the. The the palatial estate almost took had a few, was almost a convertible by the end of the end of it's, yesterday. It's always strange when there's rain and the temperature is warm enough that as soon as the rain hits the ground, it starts sizzling. Shh. Yeah, I had I had just gotten in from doing landscaping. My neighbors texted texted you. Know, we have a group message here, and they were like, "What's this stuff falling from the sky?" And I was like, oh, "You're kidding!" Wait, like, what no is way. it? Open door is that the, is that the app where you get no? Like, it's just a group information. Text. Of, oh, okay. No, no, that's that's. Yeah, that's your. That's, that's to make that, sure those Star, Star Wars characters right, don't. Say, they stay far, watch. far away. Yeah, that's why you guys have the group chat. Clearly, <laughs> it's the neighborhood watch. I'm lucky to be involved. I have. Do they, I have... Do they know you're not white? <laughs> yes. Have you revealed your true self? <laughs> my my horn actually. Da na 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 da da na 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 da. When you take the cart, when you take the cart out and sell elote in the, in, in the cul-de-sac, they kind of figured it out. Hey man, those ice pops are popular. They are the, the mango with the tajin yeah. on it. Oh yeah, that's the stuff. I guess we should talk about basketball. So uh, today, eighteen minutes in. So sure, why not? T- today marks uh, about a week, almost exactly a week. Right? It is July 29th. Uh, the fourth, uh, the fourth, the fourth is Thursday. Thursday so Thursday. yeah, so we have just under a week before LeBron can officially sign his extension with the Los Angeles Lakers. We are recording this at twelve forty-eight my time. Uh, what is it? Ten forty-eight your time there on the West Coast. I'm still on Hawaii time, but yeah, I would I would probably venture a guess to say that sometime this evening we'll probably get something from somebody a little closer to clutch leaking that hey, just a reminder. Just a reminder. What do you, uh, think, Mark what do you Stein, think that might be, though? Oh, I, I think, you know, the, the typical, like, applying pressure. You know, LeBron has this extension coming, and it sure would be nice. It sure would be easier for him to sign that extension if Kyrie Irving was a Laker. Just, you know, just popping up, letting everybody know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Stein just wrote uh, in his Substack 
a really good, I think, summary of the situation here uh, where, and I'll just quickly summarize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially, Stein is saying that as of right now, there isn't any clarity on, on if uh, LeBron will sign an extension. Uh, he also went on to say that LeBron and especially his family, they are all very happy in L.A., and and that that doesn't seem that doesn't appear to be changing anytime soon. The only thing that could probably get LeBron to leave LA as of right now would be uh, Bronny getting drafted in the 2024 draft. Uh, and as that is still a little while away, we don't have to the Lakers don't have to worry much about that. Um, and he wraps up by saying that as of right now. There are no indications whatsoever that the Lakers are interested in trading LeBron. So, look, all things considered, and there, the I do think the relationship between LeBron and the Lakers at times has gotten as far as I would go to say I would I would describe as contentious. I have heard some whispers over the course of this offseason that you know LeBron's trust level in the front office is not particularly high or as high as it was, say, a couple of years ago, which is to be expected. They won a championships a couple of years ago and and since have not had uh, much success. And so, uh, yeah, this is, this is we are embarking on what I think will be a very interesting week. I, I think we are going to get more and more noise surrounding uh, that decision. I think we're going to get mm-hmm. more and more uh, noise surrounding the decisions that the Nets have to make and how that might lead to the decision that they have to make on Kyrie Irving. Uh, it's, I, I, you know, usually as we get into August, this is when we can all start checking out. And, and if we're lucky enough, go to Hawaii. Um, <laughs> you know, that was a last minute. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. That makes it totally, that makes it way different. As if going to Hawaii last minute is something that the average American gets to do. That is a that is fair. <laughs> um, I found a really good deal. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, was so it the Magic th- Johnson deal? Was it the same deal that he took when he when he uh, just yeah? So I, I actually, out, left the I, office and so to be fair, to be fair, I had bunk beds with Samuel L. Jackson. So <laughs> <laughs> when he snores, does he mf? I was I was big spoon. Um, <laughs> we had bunk beds. We just didn't use both of them. Um, I, I'm always big spoon. Um, wasn't that, was that a thing? Is, uh, this, what is, what is that, that kind of funny movie, uh, Step Brothers, where they do the punk bed. I don't know why that just popped in my head. Samuel L. L. Jackson, really I did activities. Movie. No, the first like 40 minutes of it is hilarious and incredible. Yeah. The rest of it is an abomination. Well, that's how most comedies go. Yeah. That's why I don't like comedies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think the very, I, I say all the time and Harrison likes, um, mentioning it to you that I say this all the time on, on you guys show that deadlines create action or activity. Um, I think that training camp is a deadline for, for the Lakers and for the Nets, but there is a pseudo as, as you mentioned, um, that Mark Stein mentions in his piece, there is a pseudo deadline. It's not actually a deadline, but it is a date where you can start asking a question about yeah. LeBron and his extension and about LeBron's future with the Lakers. And the further As, we get from that date, the further we get from August 4th, the more awkward it gets. So I I don't entirely agree with that. 
I think if it doesn't happen on August 4th, no, I'm not it saying is... it's time to freak out. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not saying it, I don't think it gets more awkward from August 18th to August 25th. I don't think there's any difference. I think it becomes a thing if he doesn't sign it on the 4th, even though he can sign an extension all the way up until the end of the league year 2023. So he can sign it through. I think it's June 30th, 2023. Um, he can sign an extension. So I don't think between like August 18th and September 4th, there's any difference. I think if he doesn't sign it on August 4th, I don't think it means anything specifically, but those questions then can be raised. When I do think it becomes more awkward is when camp starts because then there's media day. Then if Russell Westbrook is on the team, then the question, then all of those questions are a thing. And if LeBron hasn't signed his extension by then, then all of those questions become a thing. And to be fair, I think those things are a distraction because it is going to be the topic of every interview that any Lakers player does. And they are going to have to be available to the media at least some. The rules are you have to be, you, some, someone has to be available to the media if there is an official practice. Harrison likes to track when they're, you know, the Lakers have practiced eight times this year. Yeah. Um, part of the reason why they have informal walkthroughs instead of practices is because if you have an actual practice, people have to be available to the media. Not everybody, but people right. have to be available. But at media day, everybody is going to be available. And then, you know, during games, you know, obviously there are rules for availability to the media. So as long as the LeBron extension question looms, if he does not sign it before training camp, as long as that question looms, it is going to be a topic of conversation over and over and over and over and over. He's going to get asked about it. Darvin Ham is going to get asked about it. Rob is going to get asked about it. His teammates are going to get asked about it when the Lakers play in Cleveland that's going to be the only thing anybody wants to talk about it shoot around before all of those kind of things. So I don't think it gets more complicated August 5th to September, whatever, but once camp starts, once media day is there, then yes, I do think that there is a, I'm not saying it will be a distraction, but there is the potential for it being a distraction. And also, also fair. I would like to avoid the, I would like to filibuster, but the truth is the truth. If Russell Westbrook is still on the team, by training camp, then there will be questions about all of that stuff too. So yeah. Yeah, there I is mean... a potential for both of those things to be a distraction. LeBron is the best I've ever seen at compartmentalizing stuff and not saying anything he doesn't want to with the media and having distractions all over the place and still going out every night and here's 30 and 16 and eight and I'm going to kill you. So, but it is, but it, so I don't think it's a, I don't think it's an issue for LeBron. Also, LeBron is having conversations with everybody, knows what he does or doesn't want to do. But I think it could be a distraction for some of his teammates. Yeah, I, I think. So when I was in PR, what I would always tell clients was, like a, a lot of times when people think PR, they think of like emergency PR, right? Like. Uh, handling, PR. yeah, yeah, hand, handling crises and 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 getting in there and and talking clients through crises, but actually the most effective PR is 
generating generating enough goodwill yeah. so that those crises don't don't matter as much right mm -hmm. and you have you have a legion of people already on your side to yeah. tell your story right the good right. parts of it yeah so and and i why so, barry bonds isn't in the hall of fame exactly yeah because he was an asshole to the people that are voting and you, you you look at like the the crises that he had compared to some of the the crises that people who are in the hall of fame uh and 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 are in there despite those crises and like Barry should be he should be in there on the grounds of just how great he was at, at baseball the best baseball player of, of ever yeah but like and he never had a positive test but but, but like on top of that and I on top guy, of that like way. he he didn't have like he didn't have any crazy you know that there, there there wasn't any no, crime there, was there wasn't no, any, there was no scandals off there was the nothing no, to right. nothing to his name but because he didn't have any of that goodwill, because he didn't, because he didn't bank any goodwill over the course of his career, nobody spoke up for him, and nobody continues to speak up for him to say this guy should be in. You get it, you hear it on Twitter, but Twitter isn't a real place. Like the the people who are in charge of putting the people into the Hall of Fame are all saying, "No, fuck that guy. Was, that guy was terrible to us. All well, of clearly. us. <laughs> clearly, terrible to everybody around him. You know, imitated him. Yeah, all that." <clears throat> Yeah, and so and and the other the other you know beyond the goodwill approach to this and banking as much of that credit in your bank account as you can, um, I would always say if you can limit a headache before it starts, if you could take an Excedrin when you start to feel like that that twinge behind your eye, take mm -hmm. the Excedrin. Like just or, I mean, just your knock Excedrin it out. Is my Hennessy, but yeah. Yeah, like when, when not sponsored we, either way. Harrison's <laughs> Harrison's brother, get on that. Yeah. Uh, oh man, if Excedrin could sponsor Excedrin, me, that would be Excedrin, great. Now, now we have Excedrin to add to the list of Popeyes <laughs> in Tennessee. Somehow these things feel linked. Um, so yeah, I I was, you know, one of the things I would always say is, you know, if if there's a, a if there's a, a problem that you can fix quickly. Mm -hmm. and avoid stress and avoid a headache do it don't don't you don't have to you know you can talk to me about how it's most effective to do those things and we can and we can talk about approach to fixing that headache before it becomes a big one before it becomes a migraine but like we can we can get to it early and i think in this case here with with lebron heading into camp and heading into these extension talks for him and the lakers and rob palinka and especially Darvin Ham, right? Somebody who doesn't have much control over, especially this this situation. Uh, handle the headache early. Take care of it. Take your Excedrin. Do what do what it needs to be done to assuade and persuade LeBron to uh, to sign this extension and head into training camp where the focus can be the basketball, where the focus can be finding a way to turn a team that is probably on the outskirts of championship contention finding a way to maximizing that team and putting them squarely into championship contention so i will say this i don't i don't know this specifically or i'm not going to attribute this to any individual or individuals <clears throat> excuse me let me clear my throat before i get aggregated um but there is a lot of confidence now to be fair i haven't i have not spoken to lebron or rich about this mm -hmm. specifically recently but there is a lot of confidence and and even uh stein in his Substack alludes to this there is a lot of confidence within the team that lebron does not want to go anywhere yeah 
and does not want to. I, I so I uh, I'm only going to speak. I'll speak for myself. I am confident that LeBron James will be a Los Angeles Laker past this season. Yeah, I think I am too. I I'm not. Uh, my my point is so when when if he, if he does not sign the extension, whether that's one year, two years, option, whatever. If that doesn't happen on on Thursday, because there is a date, because it is technically a deadline or the beginning of a period of deadline, um, it will be seen in some circles and it probably will be suggested or brought up that it's a big deal. And some will take that to mean the sky is falling and Skip Bayless will do segments <laughs> on FS1 about it over and over. My point is... I. For Lakers fans out there, listeners, I think that it's not that big of a deal if he doesn't sign it on the fourth. I, it is my personal opinion that LeBron James is going to be a Laker past this season. Uh, look, I'll even say this: I suspect that LeBron retires a Laker. Whenever, whenever that is, I suspect LeBron retires a Laker. Maybe he goes to Cleveland after he's actually done and goes, you know, signs a one-day contract with the Cavs so he can re- retire as a Cav. But as far as this LeBron James that we know now, I suspect that he retires a Laker. So I'm not disagreeing. I'm not in a position where I can disagree. But what I will say, though, is that just as easily as it is to like kind of mock and joke the shows that will generate content, mine is one of them, that will generate content from LeBron not signing on August 4th, I do think that it's in LeBron's interest to apply pressure to the Lakers to get whatever trade he wants done mm-hmm. done. So if he doesn't sign a con- if he doesn't sign the extension on August 4th, it could be, not saying it definitely is, but it could be him applying pressure to to Rob and to whoever needs to have pressure applied to them to get well I'll just call it to get the Kyrie deal done. Like, here's the thing. I, I'm i not a reporter and all of this stuff. So, so you know, it's 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 great that Jake Fisher's show is called Don't Aggregate This. Um, <laughs> but, like, from day one, when all of this Kyrie noise started, it was made crystal clear to everybody within earshot of this situation that LeBron specifically wants Kyrie. However, whatever needs to be done, whatever, whatever, you know, whoever needs to be dealt, uh, look, Taylor Horton Tucker is a, is a clutch client, right? And that would not stop LeBron at all from wanting Kyrie on the Lakers. He wants the Lakers to do whatever they possibly can to bring Kyrie into camp. That has been the reporting. Yes. Yeah. And, and and, by the way, it's been mutual from all the reporting that, yeah, that, that interest has been mutual. Yeah, those guys like I, I I thought it was honestly cool that you know look I this is a Lakers show we are all if you are listening to this chances are you are a Lakers fan one of the saddest things you know as as Kobe after Kobe retired was seeing him and Shaq come to grips with the missed opportunity that they that you know the titles that they left yeah. on the table yeah. from being such idiots when they were kids right was like. Man, we did had they the do league. A, did they do one of those? Like, they did like a one-on-one. TNT, like sit down, right? Didn't they? Yeah. yeah. They, they were did. 
they were sitting way too close to each other in a genie's office. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like magic and Isaiah did like, why are your knees touching? Why are you sitting so close? <laughs> TV, it's okay. We can like, the frame will be okay. We don't need you guys. Okay. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Well, and the Lakers also have enough championships to where like they could be further apart and you could see championships between them. There wouldn't be a gap, right? There are, like if there they, are quite a few of them in Genie's office, yes. If they were, if they were like in Portland's offices, right? There'd be a big ass gap. <laughs> There's one. There big ass gap. One. There is one. <laughs> There'd be one centered trophy there between is, them. There is one. One. <laughs> I think so, it's. I believe there were ten. I guess now I think there's eleven in Genie's mm-hmm. office because I believe, or maybe there's ten. There's ten or eleven. I think because I think the first six that the Lakers won, the ones that they won before Doctor Bus, yeah. there was a trophy that just like went around to everybody. Yeah. So the, so they didn't get individual trophies for the teams until. I don't know, whatever. But I think so. I think we're all the how many? How many is this now with with Doctor since Doctor Bus? How many is it now? Since Doctor Bus, I I I wouldn't know off the top of my head. I know that the Lakers organization has seventeen. Five. Well, Magic won five, and then Kobe five, won three. Three, but yeah, Kobe. No, Kobe, Kobe won, won five. Five, and then twenty. Magic so yeah, five. eleven. Yeah, I'm right. It's eleven. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, I. I guess the the reason I'm saying all of this though is is that like I, I found it really cool to see Kyrie and to you know to 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 hear him say, especially somebody who is as stubborn as Kyrie seems to be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to hear him say, "Yeah, I, I that went down differently than I would have wanted to. I have some regrets over how that went down." Now he, by did, the way, that did, has nothing to do with the Lakers either, because Kyrie yeah. a couple of years ago. You know, yeah. I guess he he and LeBron had started talking again, and he very publicly said, "Like, whoops, I was I was a kid and I didn't get it, and he was what he was telling me was right, and I wish I had listened yeah. then." Yeah. Well, and look, like the last thing you want to do as a kid, especially an immensely talented kid, is listen to the old person. Like that's it's true. Kyrie is Kyrie is by no means unique in this in this regard, but yeah, I thought it was really cool, and I find it really cool that. LeBron and Kyrie find themselves in a situation, even as they would not be the favorite if they if they came back together and play together again. Uh, it's pretty cool that they they, the they favorite would not, where the favorite where to win a championship. No, but where in Vegas? I bet you. I I, I well, yeah, because the Lakers are a really would, public team. There's a lot I of bet money you they behind would them. Be the favorite in Vegas if that yeah, trade happened. It'd be a bad bet. It would not be a bet that smart I'm, people. That make. is not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just uh, I got to fact check you. I'm saying I think they would be the favorite, whether that means y- people think that the they best are most team in the NBA. The- Fine, can I say that? I do. They would not be the best team in the NBA. Based on what? Well, come on, Aaron. You don't honestly think they would be the best team in the NBA? No, but I think there's a I think there's an argument that they're among the best team in the regular season, with like with the most wins in the regular season. No, do, I don't. I, I don't think do LeBron think, cares about the regular season to, think, to pursue wins like that. Do I think that they would? Yeah, but I have a. Would you have? Would you have LeBron them in like? Right. I have a. Sub, your, I have a suspicion that LeBron is going to try to make a point this season. Maybe, but like um, I, but like I'll ask it this that way: in the regular season, would I? Do I? If that, would you have happened, them in your top three in the NBA? Top three teams in in the NBA. The 
like most likely to win a title. Mm-hmm. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Would I have them in the top three most likely to win a title? Um, per, I think I would have them fourth. Yeah. So not, but in, but not in the, the favorite in the conversation, in the, not the in favorite. the championship. No, I think as of right now, and I think this is probably true, even if the Lakers make this trade that we're talking about that I can't speak about mm-hmm. right now, I think. No, I think I would have the Lakers fifth. Actually, I think the I think the four championship favorites right now are Milwaukee and Boston in the East, the Warriors and Clippers in in the West, and then Denver somewhere in there too. I would have Denver. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not. I'm not buying Denver. But yes, I think but Denver's going to be really good. But I'm not buying Denver. And but, I think Phoenix is. I think Phoenix's window is closed. Yeah.